top level athletes. And I think that that's what makes people feel this level of like inadequacy or not doing good enough. And then that leads to, um, that leads to this point where you go, I have to hit the refresh button mm-hmm. and then hitting refresh means now I'm going to be that consistent. Like those, like those athletes again. Good morning. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm alive. You're alive. You are less than four weeks out. That's what our, yeah, that's our current state of being alive. You will be less than three weeks out when this comes out. Oh, no. No, no, no. We're, 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 we're putting this out when? Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully in the next couple days. Yeah. Um, so, Welcome everyone to episode 33 of the overall package podcast. That is crazy. 33 episodes. Um, we are doing hitting the refresh button and starting again. Mm-hmm. This is um, good for all of us. <laughs> yeah. So it's just Allison and Gabby here today. So yeah. Ashley, um, had a really nice beach day yesterday and we think she's sunned out and probably just knocked right out and snoozed all the way through her alarm. So you did that the other week, Gabby. I did. And that was necessary. So it's probably necessary for Ash too. I know that she's been super busy with an intense move and definitely needed this. And so if anyone's up in Kelowna, she's probably passed out on Okanagan beach. Yeah. Go find her for us, please. (laughs) Retrieve her for us. Yeah. So yeah, she just moved and moving is exhausting. Um, And speaking of exhausting, I, on a whim, what started as I'm going to fill the nail holes in my wall with mud so I can paint has turned into I'm renovating my entire apartment top to bottom because it's like a cascade effect. Well, if I'm going to paint, I might as well paint the ceiling too. So if I'm going to paint the ceiling, I have to move the furniture out. So if I have to move the furniture out, I might as well do the floor because all the furniture's out. And if I'm going to do the floor in this room, I might as well do the floor in the other room because I want it to be the same flooring. So if I'm going to do the flooring there, I might as well just replace the flooring in the whole house. And it's literally turned, that's what it's turned into. And it's, um, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I've been seeing your stories and all the updates. It's like one thing led to the next. And we know how that happens. I mean, it can even happen with, uh, you know, cheap foods. You know, one thing leads to the next, leads to the next. I'm just going to have like one jelly bean and then Mm -hmm. it turns into like a blizzard and a bag of Doritos and, 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 and. So basically that's what's happening in my house right now. So, but I'm very excited. My house is, so I do architectural design for anyone who doesn't know that. So I would like to think I have a good sense of design and I don't have like an architect budget. It's not like I can like go out and like build myself a whole new place in my place, but I am, I have been saving for this specifically and I have money for this specifically. So I'm really excited and it's going to be so girly. Everything's going to be pink and white and gold and I'm getting new wood floors in my place. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be intense. It's really cute and really you. <laughs> I can tell. I mean, right now it's it's chaos. You showed me, but it is chaos. And so I, I'm like, why did I put this on my plate? Like, I'm finally chilled out. I finally have like free time, and now I'm living in like a construction zone. But it's okay. This is like life is. It's good. It's everything's gonna be good. So, and honestly, I'm I'm happy for you too because when you decided not to pursue your prep as of right now. It's almost like you, you know, you're already planning to spend that money for prep or maybe other things and effort. So you can, you can put that time and effort and money elsewhere. Yeah. And actually like, I wanted to bring that up because, um, that kind of is ties in with the episode right now. Like sometimes you really do need to like hit the refresh button and start again. And I think that that's what I really like needed was to mentally do that. And this came up actually because a client and I were on the phone last night and she needs that like literally 
she said, like, I want to just consider this my, my day one again, because it's been like a few weeks of, it's been week after week after week of like, you know, like only half committing. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I just need to like start again, you know, and like, obviously you're three and a half weeks out of a show. So it's not quite that situation for you. Um, But you are going to, you are totally going to face this though. Like, you know, you're going to finish your show and you've got another one a few weeks later. And then after you reverse for a bit, um, you'll reverse a bit and you'll um, settle back in a normal life. And there is always a point after your show, a couple of months after your show where you're like, okay, I need to like hit refresh and start again. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. feeling. For sure. Um, and I think yeah. it's extremely relatable for myself and my clients as well. So I, I think it's a great topic for. Yeah. Right yeah. So like, okay. So what leads people to that feeling do you think I mean it kind of comes back to what people if people think they did something bad right like labeling things in the extremes yeah um it can be different in prep however because prep can be like I think you were saying earlier is like you rate yourself from like zero to like five or whatever perfect score is and yeah in prep if you're giving yourself like twos or threes right or even fours not quite yeah that can be considered like, okay, now we got to refresh and hit all fives. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mostly lifestyle. It's like you did something that was off plan or off the rails and you feel like the world's ending. Yeah. You know, you know, we know. Yeah. And so for me too, like it's, it's mentally like where my head is at. So mm-hmm. um, I know that like for my client, for example, so she's in the off season. She hasn't done a show before. Um, and we did six months together and the f- six months was just literally got better and better and better and better every week. And six months is a long time it is. to be just going and going and going, following a plan, following a training program, hitting all your cardio, like, you know, nonstop. And I think she just got a bit of fatigue from mm-hmm. like six months is a long time. Right. And oh so, yeah, it's a long time for prep, never mind off season. Yeah, and it and it's not like she was as diligent as prep by any means. I mean, her food was super flexible, like her calories probably were like a one to two hundred calorie range, like off each day, depending on like how she constructed her meals. But she like she ate, you know, twenty-two to twenty-four hundred calories a day, kind of a thing for like six months. And um, and that is consistency. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Like, that is consistency. That is not, I think people think you have to hit exactly 2,200 to be consistent. It's like, you know, and even if she missed one or two workouts here or there, because things came up in life and I'm like, think about it this way. You just followed a training program four or five days a week eating 22 to 2400 calories a day for six months like that is consistent and I think someone who can jump into prep and do a really good job at it yeah exactly like I almost wanted her to prep this year because I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god your physique your consistency your progress like all these things but um but the thing is is that when she was in it like if she ever missed like one workout that week she'd be like beat herself up and I was like mm-hmm. no, no no but look at the like six months that you just accomplished you know um and so anyway I think still like it was so much dedication that I think she just felt really physically emotionally mentally like disconnected and fatigued from it all and so um and she just couldn't seem to connect with her plan and stay on plan and stuff which is totally it when I say it's totally normal And I said this to her on the phone last night, we talked on the phone and I say, when I say that's totally normal, I'm not saying that to normalize it. So you use that as an excuse and do it again. I'm I'm just saying that so you don't beat yourself up about it. Um, So she had a few, quite a few off weeks the last couple of weeks. Right. And then we even like gave her like a week off of tracking and it was like absolutely a bad idea, but sometimes people just need that. Yeah. And diet breaks can be beneficial. Yeah, it can be beneficial for some people. It just helps them like 
yeah, disconnect from things and for other people, it helps them. Um, or for, for other people, it's just like you just go off the rails and then that's exactly yeah. what happened. And then I was like, okay, I think you actually just need me to be like, you know what? I just need you to follow your plan now, please, 100%. And she's like, yes, that's exactly what I need. And I was like, all right. And she's like, good. And she even wrote in her check in like, I want this to be day one. And I was like, all right, here you go, day one. I'm like, I want to see fives across the board on, because I have like a check-in yeah. form with like rate yourself on a one to five on your training, nutrition, sleep, like all of these things. And I'm like, I just want to see fives across the board for the next like two to three weeks. Um, so we actually understand where your body's at and we can actually like make a plan from there moving forward. And she's like, all right, good. I'm on it. And I'm excited. And like, sometimes so yeah she literally hit the refresh button and like um and yeah. it's always a positive thing when the person is like they're feeling a hundred percent down for more you know regulation or just more yeah just like you're you're serious about it too not just yeah. saying hey you know what it's okay to have flexibility right now and you know, I, I, there are certain people that need that, right? Like you said, yeah. there are people, they just need someone to put the foot down and tell them what to do and that they have to be better. Yeah, and, exactly. And she's like, that's what I need. And I was like, <laughs> all right, that'd be better. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a battle. And especially working with, um, for me, for lifestyle clients, like I mostly do one-on-one -on -one personal training, but I still do kind of, you know, I'm involved in their nutrition. Obviously that's how you get yeah. results. So it's always a balance between like, hey, you can actually eat pretty much anything if you're counting your calories or whatever and fit it into your, you know, your plan. But then there's the other side where they're like, I fucked up. <laughs> and you have to dial it back in, right? Yeah, it's so true. Um, I think it's hard as a, I think it's hard in general to navigate how consistent and how dedicated you need to be with social media these days because on one hand you have people that are in prep and people that are serious like that are our career bodybuilders right like athletes mm -hmm. who make their living as a online fitness coach and as a bodybuilder like I'm trying to think of like you know Laura Lee I mean she's an extreme example because she's like you know top three consistently in the world for the last five years but there are even still like other pro athletes like ifbb pro bikini athletes who they're they're online coaches and they have sponsorships and they sell programs and they you know compete regularly and so like you're gonna see what they eat on a regular basis and yeah even in their off season they are going to be so diligently dedicated like yeah. more more than what is required in this sport, especially if you're an amateur, especially even yes. if you're like a national level amateur. Like really you're you pointed that out though, right? Because I yeah. think maybe sometimes amateurs can get in our heads thinking we have to be like that, like literally ordering meal prep service to our door year round and stuff. Yeah. That's not even that's not a feasible thing for me. Like mentally, financially. That. Yeah, yeah like, all the reasons yeah like I bought meal prep services like here and there and that's when I was in prep or I was like a month or two away from a prep starting um or a show had just ended and like I had to go traveling to sh my client shows and I literally like was so busy that I had to buy meal prep service and it was so expensive it was great I was so good and i'm really glad i did and the food was amazing and i like highly recommend it in certain cases but like you can't compare like you as a regular everyday athlete or person um to like top level athletes and i think that that's what makes people feel this level of like inadequacy or not doing good enough and then that leads to um that leads to this point where you go, I have to hit the refresh button mm -hmm. and then hitting refresh means now I'm going to be that consistent. Like those, like those athletes again. And, and maybe um, it will work for you. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't work for everyone. So yeah. I think a really good example I listened to recently was, you know, um, Adam Bonia and Ashley Cutwasser's podcast, Bikini in the Brain. Um, there was an episode talking about 
how she like Ashley like obviously Miss Bikini Queen yeah of all time she says she's a really good maintainer like her physique she once she gets to a certain point she can maintain it really well it's harder for her to gain muscle it can be it can be harder for to lose if she gains you know puts on too much body fat which we've probably never seen happen but to her right yeah just her physique is excellent at maintaining that really close to show lean uh, stage lean shape so she can keep going and competing and not put so much stress on her hormones or stress on mm. her mental whereas that might not be the case for 99% of us right it's not, I really don't think it is I truly yeah. don't think it is I think it is very rare to think before bodybuilding was even a thing like before main bodybuilding was as mainstream as it is if you were in school or you were in just out and about how often did you come across somebody who was shredded all of the time oh yeah like very rare very and very if you rare did, and it would they be may like have been who- like um like an athlete with that um more of the accidental anorexia look right like like a marathon runner that you know yeah. Couldn't even get enough calories in their body. Or like, I know that there were some women that I've known that were just so petite, like so Mm -hmm. petite, like, like a hundred pounds. And that's just the way they were naturally. And they didn't have, like, they were like grown women and they hardly had like, you know, boobs or hips because they were just a very, very, very small petite person and didn't really have a lot of body fat either. And they were like very lean, but that was just like, that's quite rare. Maybe they weren't even a hundred pounds or like, you know, maybe they were taller, but like you do come across people that are naturally like that, but it's, it is way more uncommon. So, um, you so it just has have to be intentional, right? Like that's how we look yeah. like this. And I think it's really important for like, on one hand, I do think that you need to surround yourself with like-minded people in the sport. So I think if you're trying to do well in the sport like you do need to be in an atmosphere where you're going to be successful and we have talked about that before mm-hmm. um you know finding a gym where there's other people that that train or that work out or you know whatever um that compete um but it's also really important to spend time with people outside of the sport because you just don't it, it doesn't matter like how big your delts are or how lean your core is like those things are so arbitrary to like enjoying your life actually um, maybe that's a good point for even hitting a refresh button is if you spend yeah. your time around too many bodybuilders get like, a gen pop and realize holy shit I'm well not normal <laughs> that's what I had to do like that's it's so yeah. weird like I gosh okay so I I did six years straight yeah, I had off seasons and yeah, I gained weight in my off seasons and like whatever, but it was six years of being a bodybuilder nonstop, even through like off seasons and on seasons, like, you know, being, you know, 25 pounds above stage or being stage lean, I still weighed all of my food and tracked my steps and did my cardio and like packed my meals and meal prepped and said no to a thousand things. And mm-hmm. I couldn't, I just couldn't, like, I started my prep, and, like, I look at the pictures, of like, when I was 22 weeks out, and I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm so mad, I wish that I just did it, because I looked so good, and I couldn't see it at the time, because I was just too deep in the world, I guess, like, so I just was, like, nope, I'm gonna stop, and honestly, I've spent about a month, um, going to the gym a few times here and there to like move my body and feel good. Um, I did end up getting sick Mm -hmm. and like really quite sick that it was like about over a week. Um, I've just gotten better and now I'm renovating Mm -hmm. have a work deadline. So I'm like, Oh, like I want to get back now. I like, I feel like I hit the refresh button and like, you know, when that little wheel on the computer is spinning and loading, like like yeah, you know like when you like click a website and it's like loading and like I feel like I hit the button about a month ago and it's been like loading and it's like just about done I can like feel that feeling inside where I'm like ready to go again you were beach balling on the mac yeah. for 
Right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, but I actually yeah. feel like I got an actual refresh because mm-hmm. I completely stopped. And I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, I did it for six years. So like, it's not that crazy to just literally take off a whole month. And, yeah, and, and, and people from the outside don't necessarily look at it that way. Right. They're like, well, this is just part of my lifestyle, right? We we cut for the shows and we put on some muscle and go into our off season and cut again. And they don't realize that, yeah, that's still being in it, right? You're still in it. Even yeah. if you go fully off the rails and like you blew up once in a while, like not, I'm not saying to you, but like in general, people do oh, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. Um, yeah. yeah, but like that's still you, you're still in the mindset of like, eventually I'm going to have to c- cut and drop this fat again. So you're actually yeah. thinking about it and you're potentially torturing yourself over it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go back on stage one day. So what am I going to do? And so yeah. I think it's good if you, no matter what physique you're in, and you're actually taking a real break, not once again, taking a break. We want to keep training, right? You still have goals and it's good for your mental health. It doesn't have to be the same structured regimen or training for the same division, right? We've talked about that before too. Yeah. You just yeah. got to get back in the gym and train hard and not just think about the criteria. But I think it's really healthy to not to go through a season where you're not thinking about the stage. Yeah, that's just it is that I just completely didn't like I'm just like, I don't even know when I'm going to be on stage or if I'm going to be on stage at all this year. Like, Mm -hmm. and so it allowed me to just live like a normal person. But I mean, there there are habits that I've built over the last six years, like going for a walk every day to get in some daily steps. Um, Obviously, I did. I was really quite sick, actually, Um, like really. man that was a bad cold I'm almost wondering if it was like the virus to be honest but um anyway like there's there are habits that I've like built so I'm still going for walks um I still went to the gym a few times before I got sick and like was moving my body just to feel good um but like the habits that I've built I get up and I drink a big glass of water every day um, I'm drinking water throughout the day. I have the same breakfast and lunch and snack like every day anyway. Like I always wake up and I have like, you know, like. Would you consider and- these things are like your refresh? Like, because you obviously sickness is a setback you can't help. Yeah. So would you consider some of these actions like as a way to, you know, hit the restart? Oh, you mean like drinking water and like eating yeah. food? Yeah. No, I would think that. I was doing those things anyway throughout all of this. Like a lot of times I think people think that a break means you're um, going off the deep end. Um, But it's, it's really like just a break from the tracking and a break from the, that, like you said, the thought in the back of your head, like I'm going to be on stage one day because that's what was messing me up for every off season. I never actually got to ever relax and enjoy my body and enjoy my life because there was always the pressure of like, you have to get on stage again. Your prep is coming up again. Like, and you, if you don't look better than the last time, like you are failing because that's literally Mm -hmm. the whole point is to progress, like to make progress. And so um so like my my break I'm still waking up every day and having a nice breakfast I'm still having a good healthy lunch I'm still having nice dinners but if my mom made like cookies I ate some if my you know if I was invited to my boyfriend's parents for dinner and she had made whatever she made like her family recipe like spaghetti and meatballs and like a homemade cake I'm gonna eat it like I'm and that was really just what it was about for me was just being like this is normal people behavior yeah um and to just like do that a little bit so how do you turn that thing off in your head that tells you like it's like the bodybuilder alarm that's like oh like maybe we shouldn't have this or oh what happens when you're gonna plan to prep again I don't even know like I have another layer on top of all of this that like I had an eating disorder for years and years and years of my life and in the last year of my bodybuilding it came back in like a different way like the body dysmorphia was so 
real because again, like I was just comparing myself to this like standard of where I wanted my physique to be for so long. So that's really hard for me to say. Um, I had no choice. I had to let go. Like yeah. if I wanted to get over telling myself that my body was only good enough if it matched the criteria of a sport, I used to be for the first five years, pretty much. I feel like I was pretty darn good at like separating my body that I live in and inhabit. And like, that is my home from my physique for the stage. Like, yeah. like I was usually pretty good. And then all of a sudden in the last year, like they just blended into one. And I like would look in the mirror and hate my appearance because I didn't look like my physique needed to look. And I'm like, and that was weird for me to navigate because I, I still in the back of my head knew that it was different, but so I didn't really have a choice. I had to just be like, you know what? I have to just not tell myself that my body needs to look a certain way for the sport for a while. And I honestly, yeah. even just like a month that I've had off of, I look in the mirror now and a month ago, if anything, I, I, I'm going to look worse than I did a month ago because I have hardly worked out. Um, I've been eating like off plan here and there. Um, I was sick. So I'm flat yeah. as a pancake. My muscles are flat as hell. So like, if anything, I look worse, but I put on shorts and a tank top the other day because it was hot out. I think this was like two days ago. And I was like, oh, this is such a cute outfit. Mm -hmm. And I was like looking at my outfit. And I, right. And that was like huge for me because I don't think in the last couple years that I would have put on shorts and a tank top for the first time in, in a season, like in a summer without being like, do my legs look good enough? Does my stomach look good enough? Do my arms look good enough? Yeah. Um, and so that was crazy. Like I literally just put on the clothes and was like, wow, my outfit is so cute. And it, like, I didn't even look at what my body looked like. And then I, and I noticed that and I was like, oh, I didn't even look at my body. And then I did a little spin and I was like, oh, I look good. Like, <laughs> and that was, and it's been like that for the last like week or so. Like every time I put on anything, even if I'm heavier than I was a month ago, I have no idea. I haven't weighed myself, but I'm like, oh my God, like I look cute. And so it's been really nice to just not force my body to have to fit the criteria mentally like even if it's just for a couple months and it's a huge refresh for me that's um, amazing honestly um and I was gonna ask off of that too is like do you think it's worth continuing to take some kind of check-in and like the data during this time or is it part of the refresh to take some space from that too I don't here's the thing if I am looking in the mirror and I'm like I look good I don't want to step on the scale and like have a number cha change yeah. my perception of that for anything like totally. um but on the other hand I'm like oh okay but if I look good and feel good then then maybe it'll give me in a positive association with like whatever I weigh rather than negative but I don't know I don't know I um I don't really know yet but what I do know is that I'm actually really excited to get back to the gym again because it's been now it's been a while and uh, yeah, it's been about over just about a month of like this break. So I'm like, okay, I actually want to go to the gym again and like want to follow a program and like follow my, my, even my meal plan and stuff. And it's, it's coming from like a completely different place. Like 0% of it is about what I want my body to look like. It's about how you feel when you're on a program. And like, that is like a huge part, I think of maybe hitting a refresh button, not just for me, but for other people to just feel better. Cause like, you've probably, like, I know you've had that too. And you're, cause your last off season was really long. So really did long. You, yeah. Did you go through that? Like, uh, like I like the okay it's time to get back into feeling like me again and stuff kind of yeah and I think what really helped me was actually um at the time going to West Coast Iron like starting to attend a proper bodybuilding gym was that was my refresh button because I knew I had to make gains in certain places 
to be better this year. And I still went into it from the perspective of like, hey, I know I'm going to hit the stage because it wasn't, I I can really separate myself. Like it's not unhealthy for me, like mm-hmm. to think like that because I really am comfortable allowing myself to gain body fat. Like I'm yeah. maybe too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. So uh, I think that was more my refresh is like setting myself in an environment that was like conducive to my long-term goals and yeah. finding those people that were, you know, so respectful, like pushing themselves so hard and not having that thought of like, oh, I have to go to the gym and it's just going to be a big fashion show. And like, I don't want people looking at me and I don't want, you know what I mean? Like some gyms are really like that. So it was more yeah. the environment I was putting myself into that helped me refresh for my goals. Um, right. But that's, that's a very different perspective, right? Because I didn't, I feel grateful. I didn't have as many battles with my, my body image and like with eating in the past as well doesn't mm-hmm. mean I haven't rebounded hard doesn't mean I haven't put on too much body fat or made probably wrong decisions in those areas I have but it's just a little bit less personal for me like I've it's not a mental struggle for me and I'm grateful for that so I yeah. think it's good we can both share perspectives but the gym was a huge one for me like I was I lived under the impression during COVID I was doing enough I was like yeah my physique's probably already built enough and I couldn't tell because I had body fat on. Yeah. I'm already, you can't I'm already tell you're not lean. Yeah. yeah. So I was telling myself my own stories there. And so once I yeah. did strip that off in 2021 to compete, I knew I had to gain a bit more and keep pushing myself harder. And I had to set myself an environment to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was a good refresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, like, because you said you're so good at like, you know, knowing that you can gain body fat and like separating yourself from like, you're separating yourself mentally from like your physique for the stage versus your body for your life and stuff. And like, I was really good at that for five years too. So I just want to mention to anyone out there, like if you were like me where you were really good at it and all of a sudden, like, you know, in your gut that you're not like just listen to that voice Mm -hmm. because it's pretty important to address because if you just continue to prep um or to like to force yourself to look a certain way um it's it's just not a good thing like try to go based off how you feel like taking care of yourself And like, I think that that's like a huge part of me starting again and hitting this, like the go button here is, is about, I'm going to train because it's good for me. Um, And here's the thing. If, if I'm, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to hire my old coach again, like my newest old coach again. I just took, we just took like a, a, a couple, about a month off because I, I was doing just nutrition with Eric. Um, because I broke my ankle, I couldn't really follow a proper training program. So I was like, so I was doing just nutrition with him. And then when I decided to take a break and just not prep, I was like, I'll just come back to you in a couple of weeks and, uh, maybe we'll just do training instead. Or now I think we're going to do both again. He doesn't know this yet. So surprise Eric, but, um, but yeah, I think I'm going to hire him for both again, but I feel really, really, really excited because it's not like I have to jump in like and hit my refresh button and like go back to what all the pros are doing and train six days a week you know an hour and a half a day and like eat every single bite of food meticulous down to like you know the exact ounce um I am probably just gonna get Eric to write me like a three day a week program he's an excellent um programmer like writing training programs so I'll get him to write me like a three-day week program it's going to hit all the body parts I need for bikini um with maybe like an optional fourth day in case I feel like I want to go um I'll just have like a daily step count and I'll just go for my like walk along the ocean every day and I'll get like a nutrition range again like a macro range to just be within and um something like that and 
that is literally like sometimes all you need. I agree. Like literally all you need. And if I like my client who was, I would say 99.5 out of 10 for six months. And sometimes she really focused on that 0.5 that she wasn't those weeks that she was off. But I'm like, no, no, no. Like, look at what happened in six months. So for me, if I'm training like three really well programmed days a week, I know I train hard to a, like, I know that I train hard enough that I can make muscular gains in three days a week, especially with the right program. Um, I'm getting in my daily walks and I'm hitting my nutritional goals and I like to eat clean, good, like whole food sources anyway. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, so it doesn't, need to be six days a week, like mm. an hour and a half a day, like of weight training and cardio and, 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 and like, I that agree. is more than enough that like, if three, four five, six months from now, I like decide to prep, I'm going to be in a great place. Like, so I think that yeah. I noticed that a lot with lifestyle clients too, is like, they think their refresh has to be so intense and so yeah, perfect. And it, doesn't. it probably will just lead to failure. Like, and I'm not saying that in the, I mean, it's harsh and blunt, but no, like, it will. You will end up right back where you started, right? You will, and and like, and I have done that too. And like, mm-hmm. even as somebody who's been doing this a long time, if I were to jump into six days a week right now, it would be so disruptive to my life because I took so many months were set back from my ankle that like I'm used to having more time away from the gym and just like my schedule my structure like humans are pretty adaptive and resilient but we're also kind of like creatures of habit and so even you know when you even just like wake up late one day and your schedule's all thrown off for the day and the whole day is thrown off mm-hmm. like and that's just one day sleeping in late yeah like that is disruptive enough to fuck up your day <laughs> like you why do you think going from like living your life one way every single day to all of a sudden going to the gym every single day and meal prepping every single meal is going to be easy like it's not that is so disruptive or not even easy but just like is actually going to get you to your goals it probably won't right yeah everyone I work with always wants like 100 like I want it all like I want it to be hard and it doesn't have to be right your refresh can just be sometimes look, just track one day this week, right? And send it to me and let's see where you're at, right? That can be a refresh and a wake-up call. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the time you just need a wake-up call. And so that's something else I will use. I think that's helped me come to actually love my body more is when I do get in pretty deep into an off-season, I will take check-ins once in a while. And it can be kind of hard to see for a moment, but sometimes you take those check-ins, you're like, oh, that's not so bad, right? Like you said before. I know. Yeah, I know. But you just I... need to see yourself from not the place of like pinching your fat or your extra skin or your bloat, yeah. right? Just yeah. take objective photos, step away from it, and you're probably in a better place than you think. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's so true. Like, that's funny. Like, you sent a posing video and you're like, oh, like, She's so we have a group chat, the three of us, um, and we will talk about like what kind of episodes we want to do, or just you know, if there's like a bikini sh- show that like pro show that's happened, we'll send the results and discuss, and you know, and then just talk about life and stuff. And so we'll send each other like our check ins there before we post them on the internet, too, mm-hmm. to be like, what do you think of this check in, or like, you know, do I need to change my posing, whatever. Um, so just so you guys, so the listeners know what goes on behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, you sent like a posing video and you're like, oh, I look kind of bloated and I wish my legs would come in more. And I was like, I, but I just wanted a posing video. I'm literally only looking at the posing. And it's so funny because I remember that, like when I was in prep, like I would send a video to someone for posing video. And all I was thinking was like, oh, my legs will come in leaner though. And I'm like, and I didn't really now that I'm doing so much more posing coaching like that it's really like picked up a lot um I'm looking at the posing in such a different lens like I don't even look at the physique I'm looking at the movements Mm -hmm. and like so when you're like oh but my I look a bit bloated and I'm like I'm just looking at where your hand is you know like we 
yeah sometimes I don't know sometimes we just like really get like the perspective totally wrong when it's like ourself you know yeah and it, if it's someone else I can look at it and be like yeah dude like you look great or like oh you had one ice yeah. cream as a lifestyle client like move on you're gonna be okay <laughs> yeah like and then I look back at my old videos that I took um and I'm able now to look at just the posing whereas before I would only be able to see what my physique looked mm-hmm. like because I was so focused on it because that's what you become focused on in prep so yeah it's funny how we how we change but yeah so sometimes there is a reset to like get back on a plan because you have a very specific goal like I'm going to get on stage this is my reset and it's like you have a goal and sometimes you have a reset to just be like I just want to feel good and um, yeah I'm in the like feel good reset mode but also in the back of my head like I have such a different relationship with my body already in like a month like uh, like it's completely transformed to the point where like I feel really excited to work out and look at my body in a new light Mm -hmm. and like I don't know how to explain it but like I'm excited to work out to see my body change objectively like I don't really know how to does that make sense I don't really know how to explain yeah, what I'm saying I mean, it's it's a little bit less of an emotional connection to your yeah. body like I'm really excited to like work out and like see my body change as a result of like the efforts that I'm doing because I'm because it goes without saying that if you like eat well and work out your body is going to look exactly like uh, it's going to be a result of those things but it's not going to be like working out to change my body but I'm just excited to see my body change as a result of working out I don't know if that makes sense I think it does I mean yeah brain so I'm sure someone else whose brain's working better will 100% connect to that man I like, I, like I want to work out to like to yes. diet to change because I hate myself or because yes. I want to change my body like I actually like for the first time like I said I put on outfits and I'm like I look so cute like this dress looks so good on me and I'm like actually just like focusing on like what I'm wearing or how I've done my hair and just like feeling really good about myself and so if I work out and eat well my body's gonna look like somebody who works out and eats well and like and I don't have to worry about what it looks like. I don't have to hyper-focus on mm-hmm. if my delts are big enough because I'm going to be doing a program that I know is going to build my delts. And I'm going to be following a nutrition program that I know is going to take care of myself. And I know that I'm going to be training my glutes in a way that's going to build them. So I don't have to look in the mirror every time I go to the gym and be like, are my delts big enough? Are my glutes big enough? Is my waist small enough? I just have mm-hmm. to like live my life, execute my plan. And those things are going to happen yeah it's a a lot about trusting the process right yeah and like and And just feeling good about myself in the process you know yeah Yeah. and not thinking like momentarily like small things are really setting like real setbacks like yeah like these small moments in life you had an iced frappuccino two days in a row like your life is not over so I would be probably right now but you have ice cream last night and the night before I'm gonna I'm gonna say that out loud I'm sorry no don't be though right no, I'm not sorry <laughs> just because you're in prep I mean <laughs> no no it's okay I'm I'm in a pretty good place that way like it's you yeah. know where you get to that point where you no longer care like I don't yeah. care anymore yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I I always try and explain that to clients too is like they're so hyper focused on you know this the little setback that took place and like how do I refresh how do I restart yeah. everything well you're doing a lot of things right still you just have to remind yourself the things you're yeah. doing right you're like like you said you're still walking you're still yeah. eating three healthy really similar meals every day like yeah getting your yeah. like remind yourself yeah. of those things and yeah. not hyper focus on the setback totally yeah, because I could, refresh too I could be sitting here in this month off with the mindset that I had a month ago of like, mm-hmm. I need to follow my plan. I skipped my cardio. Like, fuck, I keep missing this. I missed that. I missed my workout. Like, ugh, if I don't 
do my workouts like I'm never gonna hit my goal true but like also step back I could have spent the month going oh my god I missed my workout today oh my god I missed my cardio today oh my god I ate off my plan today almost every single day but instead, yeah, I'm looking at this month and I'm like, okay, I took a month to like reset my mind, reset my relationship with my body, reset my brain a bit, reset my priorities in life. And I still ate balanced meals and moved my body and took care of myself when I was sick. So that's pretty darn good. If you ask that's me, wind, so, yeah, yeah, wins all around really. Yeah. And now I'm ready to feel like an athlete again. So, you know, yeah. I hope I hope our listeners, especially the ones that have, you know, this I think this is even more directed to amateurs, right? Because we probably go through yeah. a little bit more of the fluctuations from like stage lean to potentially a lot like more extra body fat with all the hormones and mental yeah. stuff and emotional stuff that comes along with it. Like I hope this yeah. connects with some of you because man, like uh, we all have our own battles and views of our body. Some of us have struggled way more than others, but you know, the refresh doesn't have to be so intense. Like, I love that the way you've approached it. I do. I think that's thanks, man. That's a really good example. Appreciate that. We just gotta let go, you know, sometimes yeah. of the expectations of like if you're if you're training and you're taking care of yourself, your physique will come. Just don't worry. I think that we do get too wrapped up in it, in timelines and and the pressure and everything, right? So, and I do think that you need some overall goals. Like my like my client last night who wanted to click re, you know, click the refresh button. She's clicked it, but she's like, okay, I I, I kind of do need to know where we're going. Like, mm-hmm. like I kind of want to know what the overall game plan is. I don't just want to be like walking into an abyss of nothingness and just not even knowing what the plan is and I was like okay so you have six months until prep um so you know between now and then we want to like build your calories up and taper your cardio down so let's you know let's just like start you with a bit more cardio now get you back on track like get you feeling like an athlete again and then as we move towards prep we'll we'll slowly like taper your cardio down and bring your food up and um so that's what the next six months will look like and she's like okay good so she can like see a vision at least like a like a very like it's very vague but it's like just it's a bit of a vision so like at least she's not going well what like what does it what is it going to look like you know so I think think the key is that you said slowly yeah like like, I think a good reset that lasts long is a slow one it's not everything all at once yeah exactly like we're not that's going what we to want that's what we think the reset button should be like literally a button that changes everything immediately I don't mm-hmm. think any reset I've ever done right away that changed everything immediately worked out well no they never do uh unless it's in prep <laughs> where... I don't even think you know you said like how some top pros like maybe don't fluctuate quite as much and stuff I think they do to be honest it's just that the top top pros like I'm talking like the girls that always place in the top five to ten whenever they do a show like whoever's placing top five every time they do a show is elite yeah no and I'm, like, I was literally giving the example know. from Ashley like yeah and like, elite. but I think it's more common that pros are having these same fluctuations and having to hit the reset button it's just they don't talk about it as much because they feel like a failure if they're not as good as the other pros but I really think that they all have the same thing like there's a girl she just came second to Ashley at the what what show was that the The mile high the mile high yeah her name's Maya and she's I think it's M-A-Y-A yeah Um, I love her she's great she just did a huge huge reset over the last few years so she competed she went to the olympia in 2020 2020 maybe 2021 and she did a bunch of shows she competed a lot and she ran her body down to the point where she had to do what i'm doing and like literally take a bunch of time off and completely reset herself And like, she didn't even know if she was going to compete again, kind of a thing. She gained a lot of weight, but she fixed her relationship with her body and with her training and with her food and everything. And 
now she came back and she's without a doubt going to be going to the Olympia this year. Like she's um, so those kind of resets are fine too. Like that's that's just such a good example because she is top notch, like placing two at many pro shows. Like she came second to Ashley. Like she, like, you know, she's, it is totally fine to take a break. Like, so it doesn't mean you're not an athlete. It doesn't mean you're not a coach. It doesn't mean you're not, you know, um, a bodybuilder. Like just, yeah. Anyway, it's very important. Very, very important. So do you think we've talked about this enough or what? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a wrap. Honestly, I, yeah, I, I feel that there's some really valuable information. Yeah. Good. I feel refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) Now we got to go face our days. I know. And you've got three and a half weeks. You're looking great. I can't wait for everyone to see you on stage. I can't wait to see me on stage because I'm at the place still where every other day I'm I'm like, I look amazing. I'm going to dominate. And then it's like, uh, should I even go on stage? It's like one hour you're like, I'm going to win. And the next hour you're like, should I even go on stage? Like, am I even going to? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just hilarious. I'm, I'm learning to laugh at it. So my stress levels don't go up. Kick it. Yeah. So it's just been a whole laugh, but um, yeah, I, I appreciate you and, and Ash obviously for putting up with this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right. So do you want to do the sign off? What's the sign off? (laughs) Ashley always does it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Overall Package Podcast, guys. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. And Ashley's not here, but she's astronaut fit. Astronaut fit. Wow. And I'm Gabrielle Folietta. And I'm Allison Ann Fitness. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, cool. That was great. <laughs> <laughs>